1: Making their way to the ring, and a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Ramble Podcast! What a year it's been for Smackdown in 2018. I'm Oli Davis, this is The Other One Luke And welcome to this Boxing Day edition of Ramble. That's a thing that we have in the UK, not you guys over in the States, because... You didn't really have servants. No, absolutely not. uh, It's it's back when everyone had servants in
2: Britain. I've still got one. It's called Randy Datsun. He Uh, was very good to us on the Christmas episode, apart from when he then sat in um, and was a charisma vacuum, uh, swore, and then insulted the present that I got him. Yeah, so
1: real, real, like, plunge there in, in quality when Randy gets on screen. But, you know... Boxing Day. We've got to be thankful for our randys. Exactly. Uh, We hope you
2: enjoyed your Christmas. But more,
1: we have to be thankful for SmackDown. Luke has gone through, just as I'll be doing uh, next Tuesday on the New Year's Day edition, where we will do Raw in uh, in review, and then the the day after that on the 2nd, we'll be back to normal. But you've gone through the year
2: of SmackDown And collated all the things that happened. This is a year in review show. A week by week breakdown Mm. of what has happened in Smackdown in 2018. And as a bit of a spoiler, because we've already recorded the Raw episode that you're going to see on New Year's Day. We recorded that yesterday. And in that episode, we talked about how that while Raw has been a mostly bad show for 2018, it's at least had something to talk about. There has been things that have happened. Whereas going back week by week on Smackdown, consistently it's been a three out of five show usually very very good very nice but not a lot to talk about in in some cases sometimes they were just smackdown had some matches in fact you recorded one of the episodes while i was away and you literally say in the video your title of it was big wwe star returns and it was for big Cass who'd only been gone a week and you say in the video I know he's only been gone a week, but there was nothing else to talk about in this episode. Got to get them clicks. (laughs) So we've gone through week by week. Let's set the Wayback Machine all the way to January 2nd, 2018. And the show was really being built around the teasers of Daniel Bryan teaming with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Oh my God, Bryan started off...
1: That's a good point. I forgot he almost was going to turn heel as an authority figure. That's right,
2: well, he was still the GM and there was this teasing of is he aligned with them because he was sort of like favoring them in certain things? Setting up that Royal Rumble match of AJ defending his title against Owens and Zayn in uh, a handicap match. Terrible idea. You remember How all of badly this? How badly
1: have Owens and Zayn been booked this
2: year? Oh, mate. I'll well, oh, a- wait till we get into it. Yeah, uh,
1: but that's, uh, that's remarkable. I complete When Brian turned heel... I just, in my head, I was like, and he's been such a babyface for, you know, ever since he turned good guy all the way back in, like, what, 2012, Mm -hmm. with with the whole yes movement stuff. Uh, But then that's a very good point. He He was teetering on the side of being a complete
2: bad guy. The next week, the title for that video was Daniel Bryan Becoming Unstable. Yeah, Look how that's paid off into December, mate Or November, I should say I mean,
1: but this, that is not long-term booking
2: <laughs> they lucked into that
1: I remember the re- one of the speculated reasons they were sort of turning Brian heel Was because everyone was scared he was just going to leave WWE when his contract expired And some people, us included, theorised WWE might turn him heel to kill his
2: babyface momentum for when he left the company Yeah Wow. Crazy, isn't it? Also, um, remember this storyline? American Beta, the team of Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin, won the SmackDown Tag Team titles, but a referee came down and said that Chad uh. and one of the users were not the legal men, and they reversed the decision, which led to about a two-week storyline where Gable and Benjamin were asking for the tag titles to be freed. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and that's also where Chad Gable introduced his new catchphrase of SHUSH! From uh, Encino Man or California Man if you're in the UK.
1: I forgot Chad Gable was ever
2: a heel. I know, yeah. What a forgettable feud. Oh, talking about forgettable. The Riot Squad were feuding with the Welcoming Committee. I wish I could forget that. (laughs) No,
1: I I remember the Welcoming Committee. It's one of the worst names ever for a WWE faction. Mm -hmm. And just what an uninspiring group. Natalia. Carmella and Tamina Tamina yeah
2: what a year Tamina has had what a 2018 Tamina has had yeah and that was purely to go up against like uh wait so who was the babyface act there I think they were both heels I forgot Riot Squad were even on Smackdown, let's move on. <laughs> move on. So yeah, the following week, Daniel Bryan was becoming unstable, we were getting Bludgeon Brothers squash matches, and we started the US title tournament to crown a new champion after Dolph Ziggler vacated it. Mmm, that went somewhere. Well, yeah, we'll get to that. And then the following week we had like a one-night tournament essentially, where Bobby Roode won the United States Championship beating Jinder Mahal in the main event. Uh, In the bluest match ever, because Bobby was wearing blue trunks, Jinder was wearing blue trunks, and it was on Smackdown, which is a blue arena. It was the bluest blue you've ever blew.
1: You could, uh, of course, you've got green screens, but you can also have blue screens. (laughs) Just edit some graphics
2: on everybody's pants there. Uh, January 23rd, absolutely nothing happened on the show. Um, (laughs) Then the Royal Rumble, Nakamura won the Rumble. That was a big deal. I nearly correct
1: oh and asuka smackdown star rasket but not no at that no time. she was
2: a raw star at that point but she would face a smackdown star yes well we'll get to that when she joins mm, the smackdown sorry. brand uh, january 30th kevin and sammy teased splitting up um, which kept going on and on and on and we started to get the new smackdown gimmick of words on screen oh my god that was this year that was this year and it was oh mate, i mean i don't want you to look at the screen because i wanted to see the reaction for this it. i've
1: seen
2: it the usos lockdown Graphic where the bars came across. That was like probably the apex of it. But also on that show, do you know what else was introduced? The SmackDown Live Top 10. I was so optimistic about the top 10. I have no idea why. I was so optimistic about it. I actually went, went back and watched my review. I say, like, there are so many things you can spin off from this. Like, character-wise, why certain people voted for certain people. Are oh, some people going to be upset that they were lower than others? Why is, you know, the, the Usos were lower than New Day? Is that going to affect into anything? It's built to sweet FA, and it was barely brought up again. Because this is when Randy, like, later turns heel. And it was like, oh, did you turn heel because of the SmackDown Live top 10? And he literally said... That doesn't matter And then they just They never mentioned it again I'm pretty sure Jinder was like Trying
1: to sow seeds Of dissent Between people Randy back then By the way Was a baby face He was Yeah yeah uh, And it was like Oh are you annoyed That you're a number was, he 7 He was ninth.
2: And... What a load of bollocks <laughs> It was it, I think they did it For two weeks And then they never Did it again Yeah Yeah So we move into February um, uh, Also Charlotte starts A feud with Ruby Riot. Most people have. Yep. So we move into February uh, and it's announced that the main event of Fastlane is going to be AJ Uh. Styles versus Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. That was announced by Daniel Bryan. Again, sort of showing these possible healer tendencies and the uh, the Bludgeon Brothers are still squashing talent. On the February 13th, Dolph Ziggler returned to SmackDown after returning at the Royal Rumble. All of those storylines that he had were just dropped, never mentioned ever again. Uh. And he then got into the main event of Fastlane, which had become a fatal five-way at this point with Baron Corbin added to the mix as well. Um, but that wouldn't be the only one.
1: Nope. This, remember this: this was the the multi-man match. Couple of months of WWE world, just because they didn't know how to book properly. They didn't. They didn't want to beat anyone, and they didn't want anyone to win either. Yeah. So they just booked these five, six-person matches for main events of Raw, main events of SmackDown, and main events of pay-per-views. So you
2: had about four months there of of nothing progressing. Absolutely nothing progressing. Uh, February twentieth, Kevin and Sammy are then back on the same page. Uh, and on the February 26th, Cena returned to SmackDown, and the Fastlane main event became the Six-Pack Challenge. And on that show, they teased a WrestleMania match between John Cena and Nakamura. Remember, they had that stare-off, and they both pointed at the WrestleMania sign. Because Nakamura hadn't cashed, like decided he, well, yet? He, they assumed he was going to go after the WWE Championship, yeah. but we didn't know who the WWE Champion was going to be, because AJ was facing up against five other guys, so mm. it could have been John I Cena. See. And Cena was looking for his WrestleMania match. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, they had a terrific bout. Uh, Later on in the year uh,
1: Cena and Nakamura Mm -hmm. With that botched uh, That was last year No Because I
2: interviewed John (sighs) Cena for Ferdinand Well I
1: take it back
2: (laughs) then That built to nothing It built to nothing Uh, (laughs) March 6th There were only three matches On the entire show And one of them was Becky beating Carmella Uh, Jinder also beat Uh, Randy Orton
1: Oh the Carmella days
2: Yep. Uh, Sammy turned on Kevin Owens the week before Fastlane, and at Fastlane, Randy Orton wins the United States Championship and Asuka jumps to SmackDown. February thirteenth, Kevin and Sammy are on the same page. Yeah, the the
1: (laughs) whole Owens Zayn thing—it was just abysmal. Oh, it was dreadful. You could never because I was like genuinely into them as a heel double act. I think everyone was. Yeah. But then they just—but it was the same with Owens and Jericho. As great as that partnership was, there was a few really patchy weeks in that four-month run were their T's turning on each other for no reason. There was one that worked really, really well, but every, all the others were just like, but, you know, you're, you're not really a, a believable threat together yeah.
2: because you both lost to AJ Styles at Royal Rumble.
1: How am I meant to believe in you when there's friction?
2: Yeah, yeah, and they just kept turning on each other and they were back on the same yeah. page. And then they moved across to Raw and did the exact same thing where they yeah. were on the same page, splitting up. They were this that, and the other... Um, they also injured Shane McMahon on that show. Remember mm. they did the big beatdown angle, the powerbomb onto the crates backstage? And that's where Shane oh, legit yeah. got injured. And there was a concern he might not be able for a Wrestlemania and Chris Jericho was called. Mm. Um, and on March 20th, probably the best episode of the year, Daniel Bryan cleared to wrestle. The announcement was made and he fired Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn from SmackDown. I
1: don't remember the firing
2: part. Well, yeah, the week after they then announced it was a tag match between Owens and Shane versus... Sorry. Daniel Bryan and Shane versus Owens and Zayn. And if Owens and Zayn won, they got their jobs back on SmackDown. Right. And because they lost, that's why they went to Raw.
1: It's not really... That match didn't need that stipulation. No. No. I mean, I I'd like I'd, I think about the Di- Daniel Bryan returning episode, just an incredible thing. One of the most... Inc- like, you've got at one end of the spectrum, Reigns is leukemia, which is just awful. But at the other end of the spectrum, also, you never really... I thought it would ever happen. Bryan... Back in a WWE ring. Oh
2: man, what I, I gave a that episode. Special uh, I gave that episode of SmackDown. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I just have no recollection of Owens and Zayn getting fired. <laughs> uh, yep. And then that leads us into April, where Carmella tees cashing in Money in the Bank just before WrestleMania. And check oh, this. she's had it for ages. Yeah, yeah. Check this out for a match the, to build you up for WrestleMania. Baron Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, Primo, and Mojo Rawley defeated Zack Ryder, Ty Dillinger, and Bree Zango wow the go home episode <laughs> yeah that was um, to obviously hype the uh, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal which they were all in yeah big time match that Baron Corbin challenging for the WWE Championship at Fastlane here uh, teaming with Primo hmm is had an interesting year Corbin <laughs> yes it did also on that show AJ Nakamura teamed up to take on uh, Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin who
1: was still a thing, okay. Who was still a thing wow. by that point, right. Yes,
2: yeah. At WrestleMania, Jinder won the US title, the Bludgeon Brothers won the tag team titles, Asuka gets beaten, and Nakamura turned heel. Which was one of the, uh, although they didn't really follow
1: it up for the rest of the year, I think that's one of the best heel turns yeah. in uh, in recent times. Yeah,
2: great stuff. April 10th, so it's the uh, the <coughs> two days after WrestleMania, Paige was announced as the new general manager, and the Iconics debuted. Ah. Beating up Charlotte Flair, inserting themselves right into the main event scene of the SmackDown Women's Division, and Carmella cashed in Money in the Bank to win the SmackDown Live Women's Championship. That is a big lady episode. Yep,
1: big lady. Not, big. Not, not, not like a big woman thing, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, Paige had retired the previous night on Raw. Yep. And here she is, and she was a great general manager. It's a shame she, that she's a casualty of the new era. I'm not, yeah. but my, like. It's a shame, but I also don't want general
2: managers. Well, we've got them um, in the McMahons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the
1: Iconics, that feels like forever
0: ago. Oh,
2: mate, going through, looking at the results. Uh, we'll get to it a little bit later on, but it is very <sighs> rare to see them win on mm. SmackDown. If they're featured at all, uh, they're usually just losing. They quickly became comedy jobbers. Um, also, uh, the following week, we had the uh, the Superstar Shake-Up and NXT Call-Ups, including Sanity and Andrade Cien and Alma. So remember that, April 17th. Is when Sanity were announced to be called up to the main roster Just remember that date uh, Sonny Deville and Mandy Rose got drafted As did The Bard, Samoa Joe, The Miz, Galanderson and Truth And Big Cass returned to attack Daniel Bryan in the main event of that show Big Cass had been out for about 9 months with an ACL tear. Yeah it was after SummerSlam last year wasn't it? Yeah it was in the whole Enzo and Big Show yep. thing And then the following week the Iconics beat Asuka yeah, uh, well, they pinned Becky Lynch, but Asuka lost the match. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and there was tag tag, it was a tag match, right. yeah. Um, uh, the club reunited, so AJ and Gal Anderson reunited to take on Rusev Day and Shinsuke Nakamura. I remember that because Carl
1: Anderson pushed AJ out the way to take the Kinshasa from Nakamura, a great spot. Anderson was ridden off TV. Like, that. he wasn't properly injured, but they, the next week it was like,
2: Anderson's still recovering from that attack. But then he never came back. No, they never came back. So that was a one-week deal, like yeah. they did with Raw, where they teamed with Finn Balor. They just, for one night only, the club got back together. And we were talking about on that show, Daniel Bryan losing momentum because of this big cast feud. Yeah. Uh, May 1st, we're now into May. Uh, Lana returns... Was she pun- gone? Well she was she was on TV right. but this is where she joins quote unquote Rusev Day and they become the three man unit because she was a separate thing with Tamina for a while. That's right, yes. Wow. So they start teasing them as a three they they debut them as a three man team and on that same show tease them splitting up. Mm. So it was teasing the Rusev Day split in May and it's the show where Big Cass beat up Daniel Bryan in air quotes which of course was the little person dressed up as Daniel Bryan. An angle that reportedly Was one of the reasons Why he got fired
1: Yeah he was only meant To do one move On the little person But he did more moves Against the express Like it's not like Oh they never told me to He went to them With that idea Backstage And Vince McMahon Himself said No Yeah do Just not do one that. move Yeah uh, we don't want to be seen as, you know, a nasty
2: promotion. Yeah. Uh, Samoa Joe also challenged the winner of AJ vs. Nakamura, uh, that backlash. An angle that went nowhere. Mm. An angle that went nowhere. Uh, no long-term booking. That came around <laughs> eventually. And the New Day started a feud with The Bar in May. Still still going. Still going. Uh, backlash absolutely sucked. Brian beat Big Cass. And then the following week, they basically pretend like he didn't. Because in the main event of the May 8th show, he loses to Rusev in the Money in the Bank. And the commentators talk about how the glass slipper has shattered for this Cinderella story. I'm like, mate, he beat Big Cass clean two days previously. He's fine. And this is a month after he comes back. (laughs) This is a month month after Daniel Bryan's WrestleMania in-ring return. And they're always about, oh, the Cinderella story's
1: over. He lost one match. Like, (laughs) just look at some of these things. Rusev day, organically over. They don't push them. Because we didn't even mention the Fastlane one where they should have won the tag belts. As was well, that show, day. was it? I'm pretty sure. Uh, and they didn't. So, like, they could have gone with that. Everybody was... Fast Fastlane or Backlash? Uh, Fastlane. Uh, everyone was really... Or it was maybe a SmackDown before Fastlane. Everyone was really in to AJ Styles and the club. Yeah. That one one week thing. Like, why, the people are ready to cheer for them. And the prime return. And within a month, you're, you're doing, like, oh, he's he's really... Lost his way here. Storylines. That's that's you do
2: that a year after he returns. I'm pretty sure the Rusev Day thing was last year because at Fastlane Nakamura beats Rusev into, in a singles match. Well, it might have been a uh, a, a was, Smackdown, episode. SmackDown episode. I think it was. I <laughs> think uh, Rusev Day only were a thing late 2017. Uh, yes, and they also become the number one contenders to the tag titles uh, later on in this story. So where are we? May 8th, uh, we've just done that. May 15th was set in London, and that is when Andrade and Almas debuted. Uh, one month after being announced that he was joining SmackDown, he debuted in London, defeating a local enhancement talent, and AJ, uh, Nakamura defeated AJ Styles with a clean finish to set up their pay-per-view match. <laughs> but...
1: Great entrance music, Great entrance and, Na- and
2: Nakamura's <laughs> heel work. Yeah, like because this was before
1: Nakamura just started losing all the time. Yep, and it was like this is the you've struck gold WWE. This this entrance Nakamura's promos are- I don't speak Big English. English.
2: Fantastic, great work. stuff. Uh, May twenty second, Lana defeated Billy Kay. So if you want to see how far their star has fallen since coming up to the main roster a month later, and Almas had another squash. So that whole episode, the only notes I could give for you were. Lana beat Billy Kay and Almas had a squash match. May 29th, this is where you said the big cast returned from injury because quote, I struggled to think of a title for this video. Uh, and Lana and Naomi baited, a, uh, started a feud based on dancing. Mm. So that's two whole weeks there of not a lot happening. No. Nope. Uh, June fifth, Carl Anderson pinned Harper. These are the only notes I could find for these shows because Bludgeon Brothers were in a feud, a, in, uh, like they were a thing. Yeah, the Bludgeon Brothers won the tag titles at WrestleMania yeah. and started a feud with Gil Anderson in June, and Carl Anderson pinned Harper on TV. Yeah, um, June twelfth, Miz debuts the idea of rough, rough ref. I remember that. That was funny. Miz's comedy work this year has been very, very good. It was a bizarre segment, though. I I went back to watch the review for this. Miz is in a... Special guest referee because he wants to be the special guest referee for a match to for the Money in the Bank because he wants to screw both of them. He like mm. explicitly says like he doesn't say it in so many words but the whole idea is I want to screw them. But yeah, I'm, I'm in this ref out because I want to like try and you know my hand. I, the storyline is I'm going to be a referee in this in this new uh, movie. Rough, rough ref, ref. Page sees through this. And then makes him the special guest referee for the match. What are you doing? That's why she was removed. (laughs) She (laughs) didn't uh, know what she was doing. Grossly underqualified for the job. Absolutely. Uh, Jeff Hardy returned. uh, And the main event was Asuka, Lana, Naomi, Becky Lynch and Charlotte defeating Carmella, Iconics Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. This was the go home for Money in the Bank where all of the Smackdown women hugged each other including Lana and Naomi who were feuding just a week late, a week previous. Um. uh,
1: in in the Raw one which is going to go up next week we kept on seeing recurring things that happened and that was Braun Strowman squashing the entire tag division in battle royals to determine the number one contender for the tag team championships I think Smackdown I think Jeff Hardy returned to Smackdown (laughs) about eight times (laughs) this year I know I know
2: Uh, at Money of the Bank, James Ellsworth returned to SmackDown and Carmella beat Asuka. Uh, June nineteenth, Keith Apicary is teased to join WrestleTalk. Hey! <laughs> and here's one I completely forgot. Rusev became the number one contender to AJ Styles' WWE Championship. Did that? What? Did, where did that? At go? Extreme Rules. Yeah. Did they have a match? They did. Yeah. Was it good? I have no idea. I can't, I can't remember, remember that. it at all. Don't remember wow. it at all And June 19th <coughs> Wow Sanity debut Two months of them's debut And they just came out and attacked someone The following week they lose mm. They lost their first match on Smackdown You had two months to work out what you were doing And the first thing you had them do was lose to the Usos and Jeff Hardy
1: Well the reports were they knew what they were going to do There was going to be a tag team Money in the Bank ladder match Yep that's why AOP were called up But then it was dropped Yep so they didn't know what they were doing anymore, and, uh, but yeah, you still had two months. <laughs> you yeah, had two months
2: to work something else out. I mean,
1: like, I, I can come up with something better in an hour.
2: Yeah, it's so funny as well because they just had a graphic on screen saying, like, Sanity debut in a tag team match against the Usos. And we were like, these are meant to be uncontrollable chaos. Mm. All of these promos, we're bringing chaos. We're announced for a tag team match that then doesn't happen. The um, those promos were very good. Very good. Yeah. yeah, they just played them a lot and then just stopped playing them. Um, you will noticed at well, least they weren't lurking. You'll notice that uh, Andrade and Almas has not been mentioned in a while either. Mm. So, uh, June twenty sixth, Santi lose their match. Kane returns to SmackDown to reform Team Hell No, uh, and Almas cuts a backstage promo. It's at this point he's been on the main roster for eleven weeks, has had two squash matches and nothing else. Man alive. This guy, back in January, had probably the best WWE match, if you include NXT, within that of the whole year. And here he is doing absolutely nothing. Um, the Kane return, the the, the whole Team no thing... Great stuff. Was, ...was
1: very, very good. It was exactly what Daniel Bryan needed after a stalling start yeah. from his return. This wonderful bit of nostalgia... And they went over. Who did they even feud with? It was the Bludgeon Brothers, right? The Bludgeon right? Brothers, yeah, yeah, for the
2: tag titles. Because Kane was injured mm. and he couldn't really do anything. He was wearing that big boot to yeah, protect his yeah. ankle. Uh, and also at this point, Becky starts tapping out everyone. They started doing the storyline like, like Becky was using the disarmament to tap out people and they were pushing this story. I kept pointing this out and everyone told me I was an idiot for pointing it out. That they're telling the story that Becky, Becky is gaining momentum and will soon be challenging for the Women's Championship. Yeah. And everyone just kept saying, oh, "She's not going to get a push."
1: Well, I think that's because we could all see that's what was happening, but we had no confidence <laughs> it was
2: going to pay off. Uh, the July third, uh, absolutely nothing happened. We struggled to come up with the title. We came up with Nakamura return confirmed because that was when he got bitten by a dog. Oh was, my uh, with god! And so he was missing for a couple of weeks. And we were like, and then he announced he was going to have a match like next week, and we were like, oh. Cool, that's our title. Then Nakamura return confirmed. (laughs) It sounds
1: like such a childish excuse for not coming into work. Yeah. But that's legit what happened. My match was eaten by a dog. Yeah, a racist police search (laughs) dog bit him backstage. Yeah. In a routine search of the building.
2: Yep. The July 10th 10th show, Sanity lose again. uh, This time beaten by Team Hell No. Almas returned for a match. Had a uh, match against against Sin Cara. AJ Nakamura had another match. Uh, and Asuka defeated James Ellsworth
1: Oh yes Okay
2: yeah.
1: um, The Elma Sin Cara stuff Was actually building To become a storyline And I like Sin Cara as well yeah. I think he's a very good The, the Hunico You know that this, this for Sin Cara number two Dos Like he's really good And they had a good thing going there But Sin Cara got injured Yeah The week after this feud started and Not like so. Not as if they were going to do anything with it anyway
2: Yeah well, we st- we find out what uh, Almas's next feud will be very, very soon. I mean, we say his next feud. His f- one and only feud that he's actually had since mm. coming up to the main roster. At Extreme Rules, uh, Randy Orton returned as a heel uh, and Carmella beat Asuka again. Nakamura wins the United States Championship. He won it in July. <laughs> July he won that belt. Yeah, so he beat up Jeff. and uh, But Randy didn't cost him the match. Randy returned after the match and beat yeah. up Jeff. Yeah, yeah. And then the following week, Randy Orton beat up Jeff Hardy with the uh, the poke through the finger to complete his heel turn. The poke through the ear. What did I say? Poke through poke the finger. Through the Sorry, finger. you're absolutely right. Poke through the ear. And we also which was a great spot. It was a great spot. Yeah. We also had the AJ versus Almas match where Almas lost but was like made to look really good in defeat. A match that I called a star-making performance because mm. I thought to myself, finally he's going to be put into the main event scene. What a fool I was, and an absolute fool I was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Almas. Um
1: yeah. I backstage they were going like what the reports were, everyone's really high on him, oh, he's really impressed the higher ups.
2: Not enough. Not it enough, seems. absolutely not enough. Uh, the following week, july twenty fourth, James Ellsworth gets fired and the bar return to start a feud with the New Day and the Usos.
1: Where were the bar?
2: They just went on T V. Oh
1: yeah, they just disappeared just for, disappeared for, for a, a few weeks. Uh,
2: about a month. Yeah. And Brian starts his feud with the Miz. So it's lead into SummerSlam. Mm. Uh, July 31st Zelina Vega Defeated Lana Yes
1: So they They saw Andrade And they thought The mo- Like after that Big match with AJ The money's in His non-wrestling uh, Manager Who's about Four foot two yep, In heels and uh, and And we can get them In mixed tags Because yep. Lana Is also A non-wrestling Manager <laughs> really Who also has a man, yeah. wrestler, and that just writes itself, Absolutely, doesn't it? Yes. That's definitely the best use of everyone's
2: talents there. It led to a kickoff show match at SummerSlam. Memorable. Mi- mixed tag. Mm. Uh, Joe challenged AJ for SummerSlam, and the bar defeated the Usos. August 7th, teases of a Becky Lynch heel turn begin. And I was criticized by our editor for saying, like, you're an idiot. Charlotte Flair's clearly turning heel at SummerSlam. It's Charlotte's got to turn heel. And I was like, I'm, g- I'm telling you now. Becky is turning heel at, mm. at at SummerSlam. All the teasers are being set up here. Zelina <sighs> Vega defeated Lana again. Sorry, I didn't repeat myself. That was two <laughs> weeks in a Roshi beta. And the New Day defeated The Bar. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I mean. These three teams are brilliant. And I love watching them have matches. But all of 2018 has just been these three teams having matches with each other. I feel as as great as SmackDown has been, well, relatively, as relatively great as SmackDown has been
1: compared to Raw... And when it's good, it's really, really good. But there are there are like several months period, several month periods where it's like the chase scenes in Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah. I recognise that thing. Yeah. It's just the same Palm background going frame. back Palm and forth. Frame, yeah. But you don't you don't necessarily focus on the same stuff happening in the background because there's a pretty there's at least one decent feud yeah. that you're watching chase after each other. You're watching
2: Daphne. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love Daphne. Uh, So August 14th Samoa Joe reads a letter To hype SummerSlam Remember that was the big hot Go home angle for SummerSlam Was Joe reading a letter Which you and I Made a lot of fun of Mm. And people were Very negative towards us For making fun of that letter reading Yeah That was like This
1: was when Smackdown Were booking things out of order And they'd start up they'd, They'd put your big Go
2: home angle In the middle of the build Or right at the start Yeah and then Peter out Yeah, absolutely Peter out What a nice guy Um lose again On that show SummerSlam wow. Miz defeated Daniel Bryan And Becky turned heel turned heel. heel August 21st uh, The New Day won the tag team titles Because the Bludgeon Brothers Got injured Yes, of course uh, and,
1: and props to Eric Rowan He wrestled uh, a couple of matches And dropped the title And even did the rematch The following night on Smackdown No, yep. that was where they It was on Smackdown, was where, Smackdown they, where they? Smackdown where they won yeah, the yeah. belts, yeah uh, Because they yeah, they wrestled the match where he got injured at SummerSlam. And he yes. still wrestled a, and a pretty physical match as well. He was throwing himself around. Absolutely. Credit to him, absolutely. It's like an elbow injury, I
2: think. Uh, yeah, Brie Bella is still around. Becky cuts the now infamous You People promo. Uh, I wasn't uh, around for these shows because I actually I was on holiday. And it was also the show where we debuted...
0: Ooh,
2: Wendy! Yeah, which is exactly
1: the inflection (laughs) that it was originally delivered in. Absolutely. Ooh,
2: Wendy! August 28th, King Booker returned for a segment with The New Day. Because they were five-time tag team champions. Yes,
1: that was cute. That was was funny. It was also
2: the only thing that happened on that show. It was just that the rest of it was just a SmackDown graphic. <laughs> it was. Yeah, Scoopy doo running past. Yeah. September 4th, uh, Daniel Bryan defeated Andrade C and Almas. Uh, another great match for Almas that led to nothing. And that set up Bryan and Bree versus Miz and Maurice. Ah, they could have had Almas <laughs> and Zelina Vega in there. It was right there for the taking. They Thank just kept God missing they it. missed it. Uh, also, Peyton Royce lost again on this show. At this point, she's only won one match, uh, one singles match scene being called up, and the Iconics have won about two or three matches, all told. Not a great
1: year for NXT callers. No. <laughs>
2: September 11th, Samoa Joe reads a bedtime story called Night Night AJ. mm mm-hmm. um, I think you missed Super Showdown and all this fun. Uh, I might have done. That's because yeah. Super Showdown was, was... No, that was October. Oh, I don't know. This is the... T- this is... Just
1: to assume There was a pay per view every yeah. other week. I
2: think it was in October. Yeah. Um, Asuka started teaming with Naomi with that classic comedy segment that made me swear on the Wrestle Ramble. Uh, Brie Bella defeated Maurice in the main event of that show. Oh, By <laughs> a DQ, granted, but still, that was the main event of SmackDown. Was Brie Bella versus Maurice?
1: We haven't talked about how how botched the Brian Miz feud was,
2: where they they just decided to immediately bring in. The Brie and Emma Reese as, ugh. but it was done to promote Ms and Mrs, Really, I think that was pretty much the reason it was done. It was it was done to artificially extend the feud, but also like Ms and Mrs had their show out, mm-hmm. so they wanted to promote that. Uh, also, Mella started tri- teaming with Our Truth after a series of very funny backstage skits. Yeah, she just ran like I in the way I called it. She just gindered herself. She uh, was mm. a SmackDown champion. And then became a comedy jobber. <laughs> because, I mean, this storyline goes back to before SummerSlam,
1: where R-Truth would say that he needs to beat Carmella yes. to get a United States title shot. Yeah, because everyone was beating Carmella to get the SummerSlam
2: that's, match. That's what set up that SummerSlam yeah, match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Becky beat her and Charlotte beat her. Way to put over your champ, guys. And R-Truth pointed out how
1: ridiculous this booking <laughs> is and, and openly mocked it. And it was a great... sit. And a, the, the brilliant payoff was, at the end of all of it, he revealed it was a master plan yeah with ty
2: dillinger and he's like or oh, maybe i was doing that all along exactly yeah. it was a bit, like real meta moment like you've seen the movie jack frost with michael keaton not recently well there was a moment during that where he's like walking down the street he's been turned into a snowman he's called jack frost and he's mm. been turned into a snowman and he's kind of talking to himself being like why a snowman is it because i'm called jack frost I mean, that's stupid. That's, that's really uncreative. It's like a real <laughs> meta moment for the writer to be like, God, I'm lame. I'm writing really yeah. lame stuff here. Uh, at Hell in a Cell, Becky won the SmackDown Women's Championship in a great match. Yes. And Miz and Maurice beat Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella with a real botched finish. And AJ beat Samoa Joe, but he tapped out while pinning Joe.
1: And that never went and anywhere. It never went
2: anywhere. They went right back to the Wendy stuff.
1: And that was such a good um, a much finish. More,
2: a much more interesting story in that feud. But they went right back to the Wendy stuff like a week later. Such a shame. September 18th, Aidan English turned heel and broke up Rusev uh. Day. What were you
1: thinking? So that was a really great Three weeks of soap opera storyline. Yes, it was a got,
2: really hot angle because we got the Lana cheating scandal that, uh, announced the following week on September 25th, and that's also the episode where Joe invaded AJ's house. Yeah, but unfortunately, the Rusev day stuff just did not.
1: You, it's got like Rusev. I wouldn't say he's any more over afterwards. If anything, he's probably less over. And Aiden English has just disappeared. Absolutely. So disappeared. like w- when you split up a team. Both guys should come out more over, or at least one guy should be really over. I'm thinking Shawn Michaels Gennetti kind of split. But that's not what happened here. You 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 split up a very overact and
2: ended up with less of a sum of the parts. Yeah. So very bad stuff. Yeah, Joe invaded, uh, invaded AJ's house. The following week on that episode, Paige called it the worst thing that's ever happened in WWE, like the most dastardly thing that's ever happened, and then announced all he did was ring the doorbell, and the police arrived. It's like, yeah. how is that the most dastardly thing? Only a couple of years ago, Triple H broke into Randy Orton's house with and scared his wife, and he was the babyface mm-hmm. in that scenario. Come on guys Kevin Owens headbutted Vince McMahon last summer Oh no Joe playing Knock Knock Ginger That was the real Yeah yeah That was the real dastardly thing And Aja, uh, Aiden English played the first part of One Night in Milwaukee mm. On that October 2nd show And they're still pushing Lynch as a heel at this point October 16th with the Smackdown 1000 show With the bar winning the tag team titles With the help of the big show oh, Where they formed God. their new faction Talk about things being dropped <laughs> yeah. Rey Mysterio returned And they teased uh, Dave Batista versus Triple H at Rey wrestlemania which is one of
1: the the all-time great angles of this year that was that was such a good segment batista's batista's always been great at promos and stuff like that and when he but i feel like this one was even better because he's got you know like six years now of extreme hollywood acting so he can he can really sell the emotion of that on camera uh, with the camera picking up all the little minute details of facial expressions.
2: By the way, if you were wondering what happened to the uh, Lana cheating scandal, um, Aiden English played the second part of it, but then Rusev and Lana revealed, oh, we've just got the footage, we're just going to play it now. And they played it, and that was it. And it revealed that there was no cheating scandal whatsoever. Because
1: one of them hacked
2: them. Yeah. They d- and they didn't <laughs> even make a joke about a Russian hacking thing. No. Uh. They just dropped that story, and then Rusev beat Aiden English in about 30 seconds, twice.
1: Uh, the, the curious thing about The Bar and The Big Show... Is that was never even explained? No, it was not.
2: They never explained why it had happened. I think just to set up a, th- a six-man feud with New Day. I'm but pretty that sure that said... never happened, did it? Yeah, they did. They were feuding with the New Day oh. over the belt. Of course, who else were they going to feud with on this show? Come on. Uh, October 23rd, we started getting the build for AJ versus Brian, because that's when that's when uh, Super Showdown happened, because Brian beat The Miz in like 10 seconds or whatever it was. Mm. Uh, and Randy undefeated defeated Jeff Hardy in the main event, Be- bearing in mind that Jeff Hardy had been so brutalized at Hell in a Cell that we hadn't, uh, hadn't seen him for weeks. He was just, you know, just walking around. He's fine. That was a boring show. October 31st, uh, Shane McMahon threatened to fire the loser of the World Cup to determine the best in the world. Not not the people who lose the other matches But the winner Like the person in the final If they lose They're the ones who are going to get fired
1: Yeah So you'd lose You'd fire your best, the best guy on the, s- Yeah the better blind one Blind sibling rivalry Is clouding Oh my <coughs> made god made no
2: sense And that like It made less sense By the time the tournament was over uh, and the main event of that show was Jeff Hardy and Rey Mysterio defeating The Miz and Randy Orton. Talk mm. about, like, a 2005 main event. Good crikey. Uh, the week after Orton and Hardy. Yeah, I know. And I, I don't want to sound like I'm being next, I, I genuinely, overall, enjoyed SmackDown this year. But there were certain times where I was like, guys, look at this talent that you've got. Why are we relying on all of these old-timers? Mm putting on the same matches we've been watching for the last 10 years. It's old timers with old timers. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. you not problem mixing it. that up with new guys. And, and I, So when people say, like, "Oh, you're so negative, I'm like, no, I just want better from this show. It's not that hard. Mm. Uh, we move into November where we got Crown Jewel and Shane won the World Cup to determine the best in the world after not yeah. actually being in the tournament. Yep, that's what happened. Um, and on November 6th, Nikki Cross had a match with Becky Lynch that was taped in Manchester. That was the only thing that happened on that show. November 13th, Becky got her face broken the previous night on Raw, and Daniel Bryan turned heel and won the WWE Championship. Hell. Hell of a show.
1: Hell of you, a show. You kind of missed off Evolution in all this with the crown jewel for Raw yes, Because suppose, Evolution yeah. uh, was, uh, after that, the very next night, that was kind of when Lynch was
2: a baby face. framed as a, a babyface baby rather than yes, the announcers right. saying. And yeah. that's a
1: really important moment in 2018. Not just for Becky's character, but I think... That was the start of
2: the McMahons going, oh, okay, we're going to listen to people. <laughs> I um, Actually, as well, I should have mentioned Evolution because that the Becky versus Charlotte match is arguably probably like the best main roster match, or at least in the top fives in yeah, the conversation. Yeah, definitely top five, yeah. That TLC match they had was mm. also in contention for that. What a great year Becky has had, at least the second half of it, anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, November 13th, uh, yeah, we've got... What Daniel a great point. four months Becky has had. <laughs> Yeah, Daniel Bryan won the WWE Championship. And then at Survivor Series, SmackDown lost... And turned heel. All- and turned heel, yeah. At Survivor Series, SmackDown lost all of their matches. And Shane promises big changes are coming the following episode of SmackDown. Mm. The following episode of SmackDown, no change comes. The Survivor Series loss is never mentioned. And, but New Day put over that they won on the pre-show. The yes. pre-show match that was meant to be forgotten about But New Day, we're gonna, not going to let you forget about that But the terms, clean sweep, were never mentioned Shane saying big changes Never happened, no shake-up happened In fact, they just started teasing uh, A tag team with The Miz A storyline that is still going on <laughs> They were
1: saving it for after TLC, I obviously. Guess. That was the
2: big change. Yeah, that it's the new era. Some people said on Twitter, it's like, he never said when the change was going to yeah. come. He just said a change will come. Um, uh, Charlotte also became the new Becky Lynch on this show mm-hmm. because she beat up Ronda Rousey at Survivor Series and then came out and beat up both Iconics one after the other and cut a Becky Lynch promo. Yes. It was re- it, watching that show was remarkable because it was like, man, people really like that Becky Lynch. What do they like about her? Well, Let's jot all those ideas and we'll just move that Across to Charlotte, and then people will really cheer her. I don't. I don't know how WWE should.
1: This is like this is day one in in, <laughs> in fiction writing classes. Yeah. You make distinct characters. You can't just transfer <laughs> all the character elements to someone else to the one you like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That was amazing. And Daniel Bryan also revealed his new character, that he is a vegan. The Uh, Yes movement is dead. Absolutely. November 27th, nothing happened apart from Nakamura getting a feud with Rusev. November 27th was when Nakamura got his first feud since winning the title back in July. To be fair, though, that was actually a feud that had... Stalled
1: earlier on It started in February Yep, And there was a <laughs> there was a crown jewel match On the pre-show Oh
0: yeah there the was two. I forgo-
2: <laughs> forgot about that You're right And then they just dropped All that again Yeah Yeah yeah, yeah. Nakamura won by cheating as well He low blowed Rusev mm. You'd have thought That would have built to something Well it did It, it, did, it, did. it, it did, did a yeah, month it, later It did Yeah you see It's long term storytelling yeah, It's yeah. Gargano and Ciampa On the main roster On Raw
1: Oh they're stupid They, they don't think about anything On Smackdown
2: they're subtle. So- <laughs> we move into December. Ju So defeated Xavier Woods and Cesaro. That feud is still going on. Mm. And Randy Orton defeated Jeff Hardy. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> wow. Well. The amount of times we've said that match. Good Lord. Jeff Hardy also returned yeah, Jeff- on this show. <laughs> Bear in mind as well, I think they might have had a match at Crown Jewel. Uh, December 11th, Mustafa Ali debuted for 205 Live, and Shane and Miz continue to team uh, and, and continue that team. And December 18th, the new era began. In the main event, Mustafa Ali pinned the WWE champion, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, craziness, and and, uh, and Becky lost the title the night before. Yes, or and, two nights before. That's right. Yes, and on December twenty fifth, the show you'll have seen yesterday, if you did watch it, Rusev won the United States Championship. So, I mean, let's if we had glasses, we would raise a toast to Nakamura's incredible United States Championship win. How many days? that's have How many days did he have the belt? And he didn't have a pay per view match, <sighs> apart from Crown Jewel, apart, yeah, the other pre show, yeah.
1: whatever that was. Yeah, it's um. So, so thinking about this, when when we did the Raw show, uh, which again is is live next Tuesday, uh, it was like it was infuriating how much Raw dropped. Yeah, like he- the, just how the inconsistent characters and storylines and and false starts. But this, that looking over SmackDown, it, it feels more like that as enjoyable week to week as the show was. Zooming out and looking at the year as a whole. It was actually quite boring. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's remarkable. interesting,
2: Yeah, Nakamura had the belt for 156 days. They had 156 days to work out what they were going to do, and they did sweet FA. Well, and- the
1: money was in the Hardy <laughs> Orton storyline there. Exactly,
2: yeah. And I, I, I've got to agree with you, I think. it was. I've, I've enjoyed SmackDown as a whole week to week. Mm. But, yeah, as soon as you take a step back, you're like, good Lord, some weeks just nothing happened. Mm. The amount of times we have come into the office on Wednesday and be like... I do not know. We've got to think of two titles for SmackDown reviews as well. Because we've got to have the four-minute review and the Wrestle Ramble. And there are times like, I have no idea. What can we talk about? Because they're, they're fine shows. It's a good show. But there's nothing to talk about. The amount of times
1: you suggested,
2: where's Sanity? <laughs> it was every week. I was like, we can't. We've done that one. <laughs> but where were they? Yeah, it took them two point. months to debut. And then they just lost over and over again.
1: Well, overall, I think uh, I would I would give SmackDown 2018... A smack bang in the middle
2: Yeah absolutely A perfectly fine Yeah yeah Three out of five It was fine 2.5 2.5 2. out of 5 Like it's really yeah, in the middle for It really me. is in the middle yeah. It is literally my catchphrase of It was fine There was a comment yesterday On the NXT review Yesterday being when we are recording this uh, It had been a week ago For anyone watching this That said The problem with Luke Is that everything is either the best Or it's the absolute worst There's never anything in the middle for him I'm like Mate, Literally my catchphrase it's, It was fine It was fine It was fine
1: We never went through that That was that was the ultimate deletion It, uh, it was fine
2: cool. uh, That was this
1: year and Raw It was